Welcome to That You May Grow Thereby, a work of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. We are located at 18 Scott Drive in Florence, Kentucky. Our phone number is 859-371-2095. You can also visit us at www.nkcofc.com. And now, that you may grow thereby. Thank you for listening to That You May Grow Thereby. My name is Greg Littmer. I am one of the elders of the Northern Kentucky Church of Christ. And today we're going to wrap up our study of the 119th Psalm by looking at stanzas 21 and 22. First stanza 21. Princes have persecuted me with the cause, but my heart standeth in awe of thy word. I rejoice at thy word as one that finds great spoil. I hate and abhor lying, but thy law do I love. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgments. Great peace hath they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation, and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee. The psalmist devotes this stanza to praising God and extolling the incredible virtues of his matchless word. There appears in this stanza no requests and no petitions. Even in the midst of persecution by those of influence and position, God's word was still that which filled his heart, gave him joy like someone who has found great treasure and was the basis of his confidence and hope. Seven times a day do I praise thee. He does not praise God in the morning and evening alone, In fact, he does not praise God even three times a day. No, his praise goes up to God seven times a day. The significance of that number is that he repeatedly, ever and consistently, offers praise to God. In other places, seven is viewed as the complete number. Perhaps that's how it's being viewed here. His complete life was devoted to the praise of God. The psalmist speaks of what comes from immersing oneself in the word of God great peace and protection from stumbling. What an interesting way to end this stanza. The psalmist has endeavored to live his life according to God's precepts and testimonies, and he appeals to God as the omniscient and omnipotent one and omnipresent one who knew each of his steps. When a child of God gives himself wholeheartedly to a study of God's word, there will be times when his spirit will be filled with so much wonder and joy that he cannot help but burst forth in praise to God. The statement made in Acts chapter 2, verses 46 and 47 so aptly describes what can and should be the daily attitude of the faithful. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. Praising God. That is what the life of a Christian is about. It is a life spent in obedience to his word, a life devoted to his service and to his glory and praise, not ours. I'm reminded of the words of the 24 elders seen in John's vision around the throne of God in Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. 
Let the faithful join voices with them in saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Now let's look at the 22nd stanza. Let my Kai come near before Thee, O Lord. Give me understanding according to Thy word. Let my supplications come before Thee. Deliver me according to Thy word. My lips shall utter praise when thou hast taught me thy statutes. My tongue shall speak of thy word, for all thy commandments are righteousness. Let thine hand help me, for I have chosen thy precepts. I have longed for thy salvation, O Lord, and thy law is my delight. Let my soul live, and it shall praise thee, and let thy judgments help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant for I do not forget thy commandments. The glorious 119th Psalm comes to a close with petitions of great fervor and urgency. The psalmist prays for greater understanding and deliverance from the oppression and persecution that he has so frequently mentioned in this psalm. He writes of using his tongue to praise God and to teach others of his word, because every word of God is righteous. One cannot help but be moved by the last four verses of this psalm. Help me, the psalmist writes, for I have made the choice to accept thy precepts. Deliver me, he cries, from the evil of the world in which he lived. If ever I should go astray like a lost sheep, seek me as the great shepherd. It's the petition of the psalmist. The study of the 119th psalm serves to reinforce and strengthen our understanding of just how much we need God and the support he provides us in his word. It causes us to join our voices with that of the psalmist as we offer petition after petition to our Heavenly Father, for he alone is able to help us in every circumstance of life. We cannot make it successfully through this world without him and the guidance he has given us through his revelation. We are told in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We need his helping hand. We need his deliverance from the evil of the world in which we live. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus in his beautifully moving prayer found in John 17, specifically verses 15 and 16, where Jesus prayed, I pray not that thou should take them out of the world, but that thou should keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. And finally, should we ever go astray, oh, that he, as a great shepherd, will bring us back. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep, that's John chapter 10 and verse 11. Let's close our study of the 119th Psalm by simply saying, praise God.